You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome into the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. We finished up with some Zoom press conferences on Friday as head coach Andy Reid, offensive lineman Kyle Long, and punter Tommy Townsend came to the Zoom podium. We'll start with Reed, continue on with Long, take a quick break, and then hear from your November special teams player of the month. That's Tommy Townsend. But like I said, we're going to start with the Chiefs head coach. Here is Andy Reid. As far as um, the injuries go, um, uh, Richard Fenton and um, Richard Fenton and uh, uh, Lucas Nyang will uh, <clears throat> we'll have them listed as out. Um, and then Clyde um, had a stomach flu today, so um, he didn't he didn't practice, but he, he should be fine to go here once we get to the game. Um, again, we look forward to the challenge of playing the Broncos. We know they're a very good football team, and our guys have had a good week of preparation uh, to get ready for them. And look forward. Listen, we look forward to playing here at Arrowhead. Uh, we, you know, we we, we love having. Uh, teams come in here, so um, and our fans have been are, are spectacular. So, anyways, with that time, Jerks. Well, I don't think we have any questions, Coach. So I think you might be off the hook today. Oh, we got one from Seren. One second, here he is. Go ahead, Seren. Come on, Brad. Let's go, <laughs> uh, Coach. Uh, you, you've talked a lot about the time it takes for Patrick Mahomes, maybe a quarterback, to get in sync with a whole new offensive line. Uh, and I'll have a follow-up, by the way, Brad. Does it take time for you as a play caller and, and Eric as a, you know, designing and, and calling plays to kind of get in sync with what they can and can't do? Was there, you know, weeks? Uh, you know, I know that's what preseason's for in training camp, but live fire, I assume, is, is the best way to figure out what you really have there. Is that a process for you guys as well? Yeah, sure. Well, you know how it goes, sir. I mean, the teams are throwing a lot more at you now than than you get in training camp and you get in OTAs and then you get in preseason games right now. So um, you're, you're getting everything fast and furious and with a lot of different looks. And uh, the more the more you can play together, the better you get. I mean, I think it's everybody involved. So <clears throat> it just works out that way. And um, I'd say that you know, that, that's a case. Well, it'll be a good test this, uh, on Sunday night. So, I mean, it's, they, they're, um, they're a good team. And, and I know, uh, you know, listen, the job of your, of Brett and, and the personnel department is to go get guys that fit the system you want to run. There's also always tweaks that you got to do to fit the skills of the guys you have. Um, is there, you know, when you this line, they obviously from afar look very big, very physical, uh, like they enjoy being big and physical uh has that you know brought you to a new spot as a play caller you and eric and and designing the plays that you know you had to say okay now let's 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 flex these muscles over here that maybe we haven't had if you had more of a finesse offensive line in years past i'll tell you i mean one thing about being a coach that i think is important is that you you utilize the player's strengths 
And, and so that kind of fits into what you're saying there. <clears throat> I mean, it's good to, we're not out, <clears throat> you know, being, putting ourselves in a bravado position or anything, but we're just going out and we're, uh, you know, EB and I talk about our player strengths and we go through that every day. We do it every day during training camp. We do it every day in the off season. And then we try to utilize that and then get the guys better um, to teach, right? Get the guys better um, at other things. And so that it expands the package and uh, we do it with ourselves personally. And then we do it also uh, with the players as teachers. Let's go next to Harold Koontz. Go ahead, Harold. Hey, Andy, just wanted to ask you about Kyle Long. He's about to talk to us. Uh, Overall, I know you mentioned Monday how, you know, he's worked hard to get there, but, you know, just the conversation with him throughout this process leading up to this moment where he'll be uh, presumably available on Sunday for you. Um, just how, how great, is it, great has it been for you to see him go through the whole process to get to this moment? Well, he's so positive on things, you know, and, and I mean, that type of injury now, there are not a lot of guys that come back from that in the same year. And he's powered through this thing and uh, put himself in a position where, you know, he, he can do that and, and play. And so um, I, I think it's a tribute to him and his work ethic. Um, and, and he's getting to where he wants to be, I mean, uh, through this whole process. And uh, he does everything with such a positive attitude. I mean, it's crazy. And he's so good for that room. He's been, you know, a perennial all-pro guy. So, I mean, and then for him to get in that room and the guys to see how he goes about his business is, uh, you know, that's a, that's a real neat deal. <clears throat> well, last two, Adam and then Herbie. Go ahead, Adam. Andy, uh, another Kyle Long question. Do you, how, how has he looked uh, the last couple of weeks in practice? And um, do you anticipate him being up on Sunday? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how all that goes. Um, he, I can just tell you he's, he's getting better and feeling better. And, um, he, you know, we'll, we'll just see see how things go. I'll talk to Rick here um, when we're done in Veach and just see where he's at. But he's been he's been practicing every day here and working working in there. So he's. He's doing a nice job. <clears throat> the last to Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Coach. Uh, we get Tommy Townsend here also shortly. Uh, when you look at his body of work over the last, you know, going on two seasons and him being named uh, the AFC Special Teams Player of the Month for November, how, how much has he been everything that you hoped he would be when, when you all signed him last year? Yeah, well, look, I mean, you know, he's a young kid coming out of college, and so uh, with a huge leg um uh and can do both kicking and punting and and so here he is he's narrowed it down to doing the punting part of it and uh working on on the consistency and that it takes to do it in this league and i mean nobody works harder him him bucker like relentless uh working with one another and it's um you know it's it's paid off for him this past month so now his challenge is that he keeps going herbie right so he's got to keep keep pounding here and, and uh, consistency is a huge thing uh, for a punter in this league. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. All right. Yep. Thank you. Hey, Brad, I'll have a couple things. Um, Kyle, obviously a, 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 a tough break, I, I guess, no pun intended, but when you, you, you come back from all and, and work so hard in the off season and then suffer that injury, what are kind of the initial thoughts that, that go through your head after putting in the work and then having that setback? It was uh it was a shocker. You know, I, I felt so ready to go. I was so ready physically and mentally to go, give it a go again. 
and I felt confident and comfortable in the spring. And uh, obviously the spring didn't end as well as I'd like it to. And now here we are back at ground zero, back on the field, which is nice. And uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been quite a experience. And I remember a lot of people were like, so you're, you're done now. Huh? And I was like, wait, hold on. No, absolutely not. I'm, I'm going to keep going. And, you know, here we are six months later, I'm back on the field. So I'm happy that I stuck with it. That kind of gets into my second question. Andy just mentioned that one of the things that's defined you during this process is just your positivity. What's allowed you to stay positive and what motivated you to, to want to keep going anyway? Being around such great, uh, such a great facility, so many great players and people and being under the tutelage of so many great coaches here. Um, you know, so many future Hall of Famers walking around. It's like, if you don't have a smile on your face and you don't have a positive attitude, you need to get yourself checked because uh, I can assure you the grass is not always greener. You know what I'm saying? Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Kyle, I also have uh, two questions for you, and it's good to see you. Um, just what can you lean on from your experience, given that you didn't have preseason uh, for when you are given the opportunity to play? And because you've been out, how do you feel like you've helped your teammates um, maybe in the film room, uh, on the sideline during games? Just how do you feel like you've made an impact, even though you haven't been in uniform yet? Well, Nate, thank you. Uh, it's good to see you guys as well, guys and gals. Uh, I will say uh, you asked how I was able to help them. I really think it's how they have been able to help me. I mean, you look at the rookies that we have in our room. You look at the veterans we have in our room. And uh, to a man on our roster, in our room, uh, we got guys that work hard every day, that focus on what they're supposed to do. And you've seen it every Sunday. It's been a, a lot of fun to be a part of a group like this. And, you know, they don't grow on trees. So making the most of that and just uh, trying to keep my mind. I've been in every meeting since I got injured. I've been, you know, everything I can do, I've, I've done. And I put myself in as good a position as I can put myself in. And I think leaning on my great teammates in the offensive line room from Orlando to Joe to Creed, you know, to Trey, Lucas, Mike, all those guys. I mean, down to Daryl and, you know, Austin Blythe and the guys that you get to work with on a daily basis, lift with, and eat with, and meet with. It's a special thing. It's, uh, I wish everybody could experience what an offensive line could do to a, a personality and an attitude. Yeah, and, and just I, I, I mentioned earlier just – what, from your experience, I, I know you retired and now you're coming out of retirement, but when you get the opportunity to be on the field, um, what will you lean on most from your previous experience since you didn't get the chance to kind of gear up like most guys did with the preseason? You have to just lean on your preparation and have the utmost in faith in yourself and your teammates. I mean, um, if you're out on the field, then you, you've done the, the work to get there and you need to have faith in what you've done to prepare. And albeit a short preparation, you know, uh, do whatever you can and, you know, leave no stone unturned. So the haze in the barn, when you hit the, uh, hit the pillow on a Saturday night or, you know, whatever it is. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go to Pete. <clears throat> hey Kyle, congrats on, on the recovery. I know that in your absence, you've watched this line and it's really developed and they have some pretty good guards. I know that you had the, the right tackle year in, in 15 where you were able to make the pro bowl. What's the willingness level to maybe play tackle? Have, have they been working you there? I'll do whatever they want me to do. I mean, obviously, uh, we've got a bunch of guys that can play in a bunch of different spots, and we've seen that in years past. So whatever Coach Heck and Coach Reed want to do, uh, I'm here to help. That's why I'm in red. And, 
I'm happy to do it. So we've got three more. We'll go right down the line, starting with Harold. Go ahead, Harold. Al, it's been forever. Good to see you again. Uh, you've had the opportunity to watch this team, you know, from a distance at least, from but from beginning to end through training camp. I'm just wondering when the team was kind of going through its, you know, three and four stage, what, even though you're new to the team, what gave you that kind of confidence that you believe that this team's going to come back and get to where they are right now, which is on a four-game win streak? I mean, you got to just keep your, your head down and focus on what's important at the time. And uh, I know we had uh, – you know, a, a rough time at some points in the season early, but I mean, that stuff's so in the rear view mirror. We're just focused on what's ahead of us today and how we can best prepare for the Denver Broncos. Let's go next to Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. And, and Brad, I've got two, if I could, please. Uh, I know, uh, Kyle, you were just asked about, uh, you know, maybe working in a tackle and everybody, I know uh, diversity is a big thing with this offensive line. I know it's something that Coach Reed talks about, and we've we've seen it through the years. Guys moving around along the spots, they do it more here. Is there is there more prep for the different positions here than you've been in other places, or is it pretty much the same? Hey, that's the modern NFL. Everybody works at a lot of different spots. Is it more or less here? It's hard to compare two spots, but I will say probably Coach Hack has done um, a far more extensive job of preparing guys to be in swing situations because he's played the position. He understands, you know, at the drop of a dime, you need to be, uh, at the drop of a hat, you need to be ready to, to be anywhere. And then uh, the offense has had a lot of success here of late, and I'm, I'm sure that was part of the attraction as well as the, the people and everything you talked about, the chance to come be in it. Now that you've been around it, immersed in it, seen it not just in training camp, but I know you haven't been out on the field yet with it, but, but how it plays and works, what is it that makes the offense uh, you know, stand out and so unique and why it's stood up here for so many years? Well, people think superstars just wake up and it just happens. And getting an opportunity to be around superstars, I see that there's a tremendous amount of work and details that go into the success that uh, we all, you know, get to experience and see on Sundays. Um, it's a testament to the, it starts at the top with Big Red and uh, it works its way down through the whole staff, um, bringing in energy and practicing with a purpose. I mean, the way Pat goes about his business, the way Trav goes about his business, everybody, I mean, everybody here is about one thing and that's football and uh, it's fun and I love it. And we'll go last to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Kyle, uh, welcome back. Um, wanted to ask you about something you said earlier. You said maybe some people would kind of assume maybe you were done with football when you were injured, and you said, no, 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 I'm, I'm going to play again. So what told you this rehab was going to be worth it, that, that if you went through this, you were still um, – there were still going to be good things waiting for you in your football career? And, Brad, I'll uh, have a second question as well. Well, thank you uh, for welcoming me back. I appreciate that. Um, and – I will say that the feelings I had when I was out for a year and I was working in the media, I didn't want to just have a recycled uh, mindset. You know, if, if, if I were to get hurt this past spring and walk away, I'd be sitting at home right now saying I'd be healthy by now. I could, you know, maybe help this team. Uh, you know, maybe there was, you know, something that I would be missed in, but uh, I don't have that doubt because I'm here and I haven't missed any days. And, these guys have helped me out through that. And it's, I mean, it's, it's this team, it's the roster. It's the, you know, the buildup of a team is so important. These guys make going to work fun and playing football is fun as is. So it's a double whammy there. Okay. And um, have the coaches said anything to you about whether you're going to be in uniform on Sunday night? Uh, no, I haven't heard. So. All right, Kyle, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys. Vacations can be tricky. 
you already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You just heard from Andy Reid and Kyle Long, and now we continue on with punter Tommy Townsend. Hey, Tommy. First off, congratulations on winning the AFC Special Teams Player of the Month in November. Dave told us he found out because you were walking yesterday with a big smile on your face. What was your reaction when you heard that you garnered that award? Yeah, so um, it's kind of funny. I actually saw it when uh, when I was I was on my way in the building for the uh, you know in the morning. I I didn't see any like the social media notifications or whatever. But my brother sent me uh, my oldest brother Clay. He sent a uh, like one of the pictures of it, a screenshot of it to our family group text. And um, as soon as I saw it, like I just I don't know. I was, I was so happy. I was ecstatic. I mean, that's like obviously one of the top awards that you can get, um, you know, during the season. And uh, yeah, it's just, it, it was such an incredible feeling just to, you know, see like all my hard work really paying off. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, fortunate enough to get the the player of the week against the Packers and have a really good game then. But uh, yeah, just been a, a lot of work's been going into it, um, you know, the past five, six weeks. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome to see it paying off. You're the first player or the first punter in Chiefs history to win that award. What does that mean to you? Yeah, that's another incredible honor. I mean, obviously, there's so many greats here. Um, and, you know, being a first to anything is, is really cool. So, um, you know, I'm just going to try and keep doing what I'm doing and, uh, and, and, you know, let everything else take care of itself. So, yeah. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Tommy. Um wanted to ask you about uh you, you talked a little bit about you heard it, uh, about the honor from your family uh what did specifically what did johnny say he have any uh um advice or what did he say about it yeah obviously you know of course he's he was really happy for me um but uh but you know j- just like i said a little bit ago i mean he knows all the work that's been going in going on i mean the past couple of weeks it obviously wasn't you know the way i wanted to start the season but uh but you know like i said a lot of work went into it got some things rolling and uh, just going to try and continue that out, uh, you know, from here on out. Let's go next to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin. Uh, Tommy, congrats on the award. Um, the question more on the technical side of things, the holding part of the equation, right? Like mm-hmm. the glamour is blasting that ball 70 yards down the field or bringing rain down with it. But like the hard work, the grind of it is, is the little nuances of the holding. How, how much, uh, uh, you know, have you learned about, what it takes, you know, I no doubt you held before, but uh, the specifics and how nuanced and how fine the uh, technicalities are of, of holding uh, for, for the place kicker in the NFL. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like it depends. Uh, it depends on the kicker. 
Um, there's some guys that just, they're just kind of like, you know what, slap the ball down, put it wherever, like I'm going to try and kick it. Um, but you know, we, we, we try and we kind of came up with a system here and, um, we think it's best to, you know, almost try and be robots out there and be, try and be exact and perfect in everything we do every single time and repeat it as much as we can. Um, and you know, that we think that just gives you the, you know, the greatest, uh, you know, chance and opportunity for success. So we put, we put so much work into the operation, you know, uh, the snaps is, you know, even something as small as getting the laces, um, catching, catching the laces, you know, like in an angle like this and, uh, working to get them like caught, you know, around that 12 o'clock, we call it 12 o'clock as if it's a clock, uh, but yeah, catching them at, you know, three o'clock or two o'clock. Um, but yeah, we've been, we've been putting a lot of work in there and, uh, you know, the operation is really smooth right now and, uh, just going to keep that rolling. Looks like we've got three more. We'll go right down the line, starting with Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Congratulations, Tommy. Uh, this question is going to work off of what Sarin just asked you. Um, you know, we asked Patrick what his favorite pass is or favorite plays guys have had this year. Just from your vantage point, what's been your favorite punt of the season and why? Oh, geez. Um, I don't know. That's it, it, it's really tough to say. Um, but yeah, there's so many that just stand out. I mean, honestly, my favorite my favorite ones are just watching the gunners work and flying down and make, making plays, diving on muffed balls or, um, you know, lighting up returners. Like when Kemp lit up uh, the returner against the Giants. Also, that was Canarius Tony, one of my former Florida teammates. Um, but uh, also, that was a terrible call. Terrible call. Just my opinion, though. Um, shouldn't have been called. But, uh, yeah, just, just wanting, you know, just sending the ball downfield and just watching my gunners make plays. I mean, that's just – it's so much fun. It, it fires me up. If I hit a great punt, then I hit a great punt. But uh, – yeah, nothing really gets me going, like, you know, seeing, like, Chris or, or Cam just, you know, do something crazy down there and make a big play. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Congrats on the award, Tommy. Hope no one hears the last answer. Um, I was going to ask you about your, your throw, which was part of the month. Um, how often are you practicing throwing each and every day? And then the second part of that is, like, how much are you in Dave Tobe's ear to say, okay, maybe this is the, the opportunity to have another one of those? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, if the opportunity arises, then I'm, you know, awfully excited to do it. Um, but, uh, but the scenario only comes around every so often. It's, it's not something that, um, we can just like throw out there every, every punt. Like it has to be the perfect scenario. The, the score has to be, um, you know, a certain way it has to be a certain time of the game. Uh, you know, something that we either need to seal the game or, you know, to gain momentum and, uh, you know, keep a drive going. So, uh, so the scenario has to be, it has to be perfect. Um, and, uh, and yeah, luckily it was for that one and, you know, went out and completed it. But, uh, but yeah, to address the thing about throwing, I mean, I, I feel like I'm throwing the ball around, you know, every, just about every day, just, uh, just if I'm just playing catch with James or if, you know, we're, we are running that and, you know, in practice. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just, uh, just try and keep the arm loose. You know, that's, that's about it. Just try and keep it loose. And we'll go last to Matt Derrick. Good, Matt. Hey, Tommy, congratulations. A uh, couple, couple of questions for you here. Um, one, against Dallas, you fought, guys finally got a chance to run that pooch kick. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your critique about Harrison's technique there? And, and you actually got credited for downing that football. How's it, how's it feel to be actually downing a punt? Oh, it was sweet. It was pretty cool to be on the opposite end of it. I was, I was joking with, uh, with yes, yeah, so some of the guys on the team and some of my friends. Like, I just completely flopped. Like I, I should have done something cool after I, after I downed the ball, like I should have done like a dance or something or like, I don't know. I should have done something. It was, I was 
completely blown opportunity. So, uh, so I'll do something cool next time. But, um, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that, that was obviously really cool to be on that. And we, we've been practicing that one, you know, so much. And, um, yeah, Harrison's so dedicated to, you know, everything he does. He, he had been working on that pooch kick so much, so much. And obviously, you know, that's something that, you know, that that's more rare than, you know, running a fake punt, uh, you know, having that, having that, uh, that specialty kick that we have right there. So, um, you know, he was constantly preparing for it and, you know, he, he tossed out a great kick and Nick Allegretti went down and he tapped the ball back for me and I just saw it right there and just jumped on it. But, uh, I can't help but that think, uh, that played a little bit of a role in, you know, you know, getting the, like the honor of, uh, of specialty inspire of the month. So, uh, so yeah, that, that was pretty cool to, uh, to kind of be on the other end, other end of it. So yeah, I can't, I can't help but think the, uh, you know, my gunners taught me well. And I heard that you, you've hit a 60 yard uh, field goal in practice. I've heard, um, rated well, who's, who's better you as a place kicker or Harrison as a punter? <laughs> well, that depends. I mean, I'm not very accurate. I, 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 I think like when I, when I practice my kicking, I, I, you know, I can give gained leg strength in my kicking pretty well, but, uh, the accuracy is the tough thing about kicking. Um, but, uh, yeah, Harrison, Harrison's been, uh, he's been, he's been working on the punting quite a bit. He's been, uh, tossing some darts around some spirals and stuff and obviously working on the end over ends, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of apples to oranges. We'll have to do a, uh, a kicking competition one day and just <laughs> see what happens. I don't know. We'll save that one for the off season. Tommy, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Of course. Thanks. Appreciate it guys. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com slash Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com slash flagship. This is a paid advertisement.